This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 283 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, look, I've been telling you to turn off the TV for years, but today I'm going to really explain to you how you're getting hoodwinked, for lack of a better phrase, especially when it comes to bottled water. And watch out, here comes Oprah. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to do to die it. Thin. Not till you lie. Thin. I won't swallow thighs. Thin. But I realize. I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. Let me remind you that uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a uh, trainer. I'm just a person like you, a dude, a dudette, trying to lose some weight and actually have been quite um, on a roll recently. Now, last week was the first week in a long time that I was up, and that inspired me. And uh, this week, I'm down 1.8 pounds and are you ready for this? If we uh, if we kind of dismiss the whole rounding up thing, I am in Wonderland. That's right. I weigh one hundred and ninety nine point six pounds. And how am I doing that? Well, I'm using a company called Slimgenics, and this is not a big Slimgenics commercial because really all I'm doing is I'm eating a protein and a vegetable with every meal. I eat maybe one starch. I eat. Um, And by starch, I mean like brown rice, not white rice. And I am basically eating fruits and I'm counting my calories. I'm at about 16, 1700 calories. And this is one of the things we're going to talk today about um, the media. But the other thing I'm doing that it's amazing that if I don't keep track of this, it's the one thing that really seems to be spurring my weight loss is I'm drinking 80 ounces of water a day. This is what they recommended. And I thought that's insane because I used to think eight cups was 64 ounces. Now you're talking 80. And here's how I do it. I have a 24-ounce water bottle. And when I wake up in the morning, I drink um, you know a good half of that while I'm eating my breakfast. Somewhere between them and lunch, I drink uh, the rest of it. And then at lunch, I drink another one. So there's basically 44 ounces by lunchtime. And by lunch, and then, you know, then by the time I get to dinner, I drink another one. There's 76. Oh, I'm sorry, 60, 72. And then I drink a little more sometime before I go to bed. It's not easy when you first start out, but when I quit doing it, that's, I, I went back and looked, and that's the one thing that changed last week because I wasn't up on my water. And when I go to this place, they hammer me 
on how much water I'm drinking. And I had a, an episode a couple uh, a couple months ago that I said, if somebody came up to you and said, look, I have this potion that you can drink and all you have to do is drink it and you will lose weight. I'd be like, give it a year. How much is it? And the beauty of it is uh, it's free and it's water. And so I quit eating fast food. I quit drinking soda. I didn't have, I didn't do alcohol anyway, but, um, I quit, uh, you know, I, I didn't have that to quit and that's been helping. And then I also get, I do my best to at least three times a week exercise. And by that, I mean, I get about 10,000 steps. And so it's working no fast food. And let me give you an example of how we get kind of, um, oh, duped for lack of a better phrase. If you, I, even I got duped into this earlier in the year, I used to go to McDonald's and I would get a egg McMuffin because after all, it's only 300 calories. And I, I kind of said it's the, um, it is the better bad choice. But here's what I now eat in its place, okay? So this morning, I had one cup of cauliflower. I had two hard-boiled eggs. I had a pear. I had one slice of whole grain uh, wheat bread, um, sugar-free, that had 50 calories, 11 carbs, and that's their whole thing. They're, they're, they're not, it's not paleo, but they want any carb I eat in the morning, any kind of... Uh, starch to have less than 15 grams of, of carbs. So that fits. So, um, that's it. I, I had cauliflower, eggs, a pear and a piece of toast and actually butter. That's, um, roughly 300 calories. Well, that's the same amount of calories in a, uh, an egg McMuffin. But here's the thing by eating all that food, I'm, I'm full in, in fact, there are days when I'm like, oh, wait, I need to eat my toast because I forgot to cook it or whatever. And so it's kind of interesting that way that, you know, you, you hear, especially now that you can get breakfast any time of the day for most of us. Uh, it's it's one of those things where we're getting duped into thinking this is a good choice. This is a healthy choice. And so um, I'm, I'm actually going over to... Um, McDonald's website and I was going to try to find their nutritional values. Let's go to the all day breakfast. Here we go. And, um, yes, an egg McMuffin. So if I click on that has 300 calories, um, it has, um, 17 grams of protein. Let's see what mine has. Uh, my breakfast has, uh, 17 grams of protein. Um, they have 12 grams of fat. I have 12 grams of fat. Um, they have 29 carbs. I have oddly enough, 29 carbs. Um, they have 730 milligrams of sodium. I have 583. So I have lower salt, but here's the, the thing that's just different. I am not as hungry. If I eat an egg McMuffin, I'm hungry in an hour. Probably, maybe a little more. I don't know why. It's, it's not as nutritious or something, but the other thing is, um, is cheaper. I would almost guarantee you um, that my food is cheap. I know it's better for me nutrition-wise, but 
just keep that in mind that we've been told that that is a healthy diet and comparing it to what I'm eating, it's actually, that's funny. Uh, I should have done this ahead of time, but, um, I also have much lower sugar than a, uh, an egg McMuffin. But here's the thing I want to talk about today. Well, first of all, let's get to Oprah, shall we? Uh, Oprah has joined Weight Watchers. Now, I find this somewhat interesting because Oprah yo-yos almost as much as I do. And remember when she had, what was the guy's name? Bob something. And they wrote all those books and she was all about, and then I thought, how can you not be in shape when you have a chef? So that's a whole other story, um, and I don't want to bash Oprah, but here's, here's the new Oprah commercial from Weight Watchers. Inside every overweight woman is a woman she knows she can be. Many times you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize your own self because you've got lost, buried in the weight that you carry. Nothing you've ever been through is wasted. So every time I tried and failed, and every time I tried again, and every time I tried again, has brought me to this most powerful moment to say, if not now, when? I feel that way, and I know millions of other people feel that way. Are you ready? Let's do this together. And it's a very compelling commercial because it shows pictures of her when she was younger and when she was heavier and younger when she was lighter. So we get to see her her yo-yo thing. But she asked a couple of things here. Number one, if not now, when? Because the best time to start losing weight was whenever, a year ago, two years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. The, the second best time is now. Because the one thing I've learned when I started this show was it's been 20 years since I had to lose weight, and it's a heck of a lot harder than it was the first time. And then the other question she asked there is, are you ready? And for a big chunk of this podcast existence, I wasn't really ready. I thought I could do it the way I wanted to do it, and I needed to step back and go, you know what? What I'm doing isn't working. It's not. And I counted calories, but I was still chugging. You know, I was taking my blood pressure medicine, washing down the pill with Mountain Dew. That doesn't make any sense. Hence the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. And that's really what you have to ask yourself. Are you ready? Are you willing to do this? We talked about this last week. Give up one thing. Don't try to lose it all. It's taken us years to get this out of shape, it's going to take a while to get us back, but that's okay. Because when I sit here and look at my phone, now I use an app called My Fitness Pal. I love it. And if I take my progress and I can see I'm down 1.8 for the week, if I go back six months, it's cool to just see where I was 220 pounds, actually a little more than that, and I'm now 199.6. And that slope is not easy. It's not just a straight decline. You can see where it went down and up and down and up and down and up and down and up. And I had a a couple of really good spells there. And then I, uh, somewhere in um, November, I went up a little bit and then I'm back down. So it's a crooked road that we're going to travel, but you can get there. So 
And I know we all think about it this time of year, but, but you can do it. Just don't try to do it all in a week or a month. You know, just think about your next meal. And one of the things I want you to do is, is drink water. Now, here's the interesting thing that I want to share with you. There's a great TV show on Showtime from uh, the comedian slash magicians Penn and Teller. And the show is called Bull Stuff. That's the name of the show, except they don't say stuff. And they go out and they, it's kind of like Mythbusters, where they take things that people believe and they show that, well, no, there's no real scientific proof. And so one of the things that people say, in some cases, I don't have money to go to a gym or I don't have money to buy this. Or I don't, and, and we've talked about how, you know, you can you can get an app and do push-ups for free. You know, push-ups are free, walking's for free. There's all sorts of ways you can do that. But if money is one of the things that's stressing you out, we spend a ton of money on bottled water every year. And so this show goes in and looks at bottled water. And people think bottled water, water is cleaner. And they had a study of a thousand brands of bottled water over four years. And there are certain regulations for bottled water. And so if you're drinking bottled water because you think it's cleaner, guess what? One third, one third of those companies violated their own regulations and they had bacteria and arsenic in it. Now, obviously, not amounts enough to cause problems, but if you're drinking it because it's cleaner, uh, it's not. In fact, tap water is regulated by the EPA, which has hundreds of people to regulate your tap water. I know when I was in college, I had a science class and we went to a water treatment plant. It's amazing all the things your tap water goes through. Bottled water is enforced by the EP, by the FDA. Um, so the EPA has hundreds of people to regulate it. The FDA has less than one person basically to, to check all of the bottled water, less than a person. So in other words, nobody's watching the store. And so if you think you're getting cleaner water, there's a really good chance you're not. And then the other thing people say is, well, tap water, um, it doesn't taste as good. And so what they did is they set up numerous taste tests where they put tap water in a bottle and then, you know, bottled water right next, and they would take the label off. And person after person kept picking the tap water, saying it tasted better. So if it's not cleaner and it doesn't actually taste better, then why are we doing this? Um, because we're told it's better, right? In the same way that we're told, you know, all sorts of things. And in this one example in the show, they took a bunch of fancy water bottles and they filled them from a garden hose, from a garden hose. And each person, they went into this fancy restaurant and they were told the story of the, the water. And, um, you know, in, in some cases, these bottles had fancy names. Like they took whatever the French word is, you know, de uh, the French word for tap water and put it on the bottle. You know, so it sounded cool. It was French. It was and it was, you know, $7 a bottle. And each person that would try this water would explain, ooh, how this was so much better than tap water, you know. And then they would bring out, they had like a water connoisseur who would come out and advise you on the, the best water. And um, 
everyone who tested the, quote, fancy water, you know, the stuff that came out of a hose, um, would say how much better it is than just regular tap. And it, it tasted more glacier-ish. And yes, that one person, it, sounds, it tastes more glacier-ish. Like, what does a glacier taste like? So we've been brainwashed into thinking that tap water is better or it's not as good that it's, it's, you know, not as tasty and things like that. And, you know, I've talked about fruit two O. Um, you know, it says here's the ingredients, purified water contains less than 2% of natural flavor, uh, citric acid, sodium citrate, sucralose, that's better known as sugar, um, sodium hexametaphosphate, potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate, all that just to protect the flavor. So, you know, if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't be putting it in your mouth. But the other thing is, in terms of marketing, Alaskan Falls water. Doesn't it sound, or you can you can picture the glacier and the, the clear running stream, right? Does Alaskan Falls water come from Alaska? No, it comes from Worthington, Ohio. And Yosemite water comes from uh, northeast Los Angeles. Everest uh, water actually comes from Corpus Christi, Texas. In fact, it even states it on the label and explains how it comes from a municipal source. That municipal source is the tap. Now, the other interesting thing is how marketing... And these companies are just ripping us off. Uh, you're probably familiar with Dasani water. That's because that is Coke's brand of water. And you're probably familiar with Aquafina, which is Pepsi's brand of water. Now, the fun part of this is they're selling us Coke and Pepsi without the Coke and Pepsi. And they're charging it, charging us uh, just as much as if there were all those lovely chemicals. So I realize that in some cases you may want a bottled water because you're out at the store and there's no water fountains anymore. Why would we have water fountains where we could get tap water for free? No, no. Now we get to go buy stuff that we can get for free out of the tap. But that was the one that got me that Coke and Pepsi are selling us Coke and Pepsi without the Coke and Pepsi in it. And it's like a thousand dollars. It's a thousand times more than tap water. And so when we watch TV and when we read magazines, and I'm not saying we have to be a hermit, but just to realize you are being manipulated by mainstream media to, and if you watch the news, especially the other day, um, well, let's go back to Christmas when they whole, had the whole Starbucks red cup thing. Was that really a news story? That somebody was upset? No, that was a commercial for Starbucks. It was another way to say the word Starbucks on TV. So um, it's going to be kind of a short show today um, because of the holiday. Hope you had a good holiday. Realize the holidays are over. You can throw the cookies away. And um, hope you had a great holiday. I had a, an okay holiday. And uh, it's getting cold here in uh Cleveland where I live and um got my uh got my treadmill all set up all that other fun stuff ready to cuz for the next couple months here in Ohio at least it's going to be no fun to be outside but I'm not going to let that be a hindrance 
right? So this is one of those things we said, you know, like for me, I remember one of the things I do is I try to have my gym bag ready and filled. Like when I get home from the gym, the first thing I do is I take out the sweaty clothes and I put some clean clothes in it and I'm ready to go. In some cases, I throw that in the car. That way, if I got time and I drive by, a, in my case, I, I, I'm part of Planet Fitness, I don't have any excuse of, oh, I got to go home. Try to figure out the excuses that you're going to use and realize they're not reasons, they're excuses, and then come up with ways to battle them. Um, I used to hate it when I would get home from work and sit down. Well, there was an easy way to avoid that. Don't sit down. I would just get home. I would uh, change my clothes and get on a treadmill because I knew, I knew if I sat down, I wasn't going to get back up. So identify those things that are going to be hurdles and then come up with a strategy to avoid doing those. And you can do this. You can do this. I, I, I am very proud of myself at this point that I'm down 25 pounds. And am I kind of bored eating some of this food? Do I miss pizza? Yeah. Do I miss pasta? Yeah. Um, do I miss ice cream? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to lie to you. But I I, I don't miss um, loathing the way I look. I don't miss not liking myself because I hate myself because I can't do what I want to do. We talked about this last week. In some cases, it's better to want what you don't have than it is to not want what you do have. Because it's, it's in, in terms of, you know, if you got a bunch of extra pounds, you're like, man, I wish I didn't have these. That sometimes can be really overwhelming versus, mm, boy, I wish I had ice cream. Sometimes it's better to want what you don't have than it is to to not want what you do have. So that's going to do it. Hope you had a good holiday season. And it is a new year. It's time to get focused. And um, I'll put a link out in the show notes at uh, logicalloss.com slash 283. Every year I normally talk about goals and, you know, making them smart, right? And uh, I'll put a link to those. I didn't want to do the same old show I always do. If you want to hear about how to set smart goals, uh, go out to logicalloss.com slash 283 and you can listen to that from last year. But lastly, I want to thank anybody who's been using the Amazon links out at logicalloss.com. Go to logicalloss.com slash support. And when you use that link, it helps support the show. You don't have to spend a dime more at Amazon and we get a little finders fee that way. So if you're going to be shopping at Amazon, uh, please visit logicalloss.com slash support. Or if you just like to donate to the show, uh, that's there as well. So let me leave you with my favorite Jillian Michaels uh, uh, quote. Speaking of that, the biggest loser comes on this week. I think it's actually on uh, tonight. I think it's uh, July 4th, July 4th, January 4th. There's a bunch of one. My diet's better than your diet. There are a bunch of new uh, kind of fitness and health shows coming on. So we'll be talking about those in the future. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, remember, um, you know, why are you choosing failure? Because really, failure is a choice when success is still an option. You can do this. Thanks so much. Thanks. Jeez, can't talk today. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave 
at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Yes, I